Hi, and everybody, it's Jack Mitchell, SBO Perspectives, here for another week. Um, looking really, really to have a really strong podcast for everyone out there. I'm so excited. Um, actually, things got pushed a little bit. Um, I normally um, put these segments on the weekends to go for the week, but we're actually doing this Monday morning. Um, this next guest is very gracious and um, open to doing this um, in the morning. And um, so what I want to do is introduce her as I formally do anybody, and um, just kind of really kick things off, letting you know that um, my background, um, or I say my relationship with this uh, individual, uh, goes back to 2013. Um, it was very, very fortunate um, into that year uh, to have met, well, previously had met her um, in the middle of the year at an ASBO conference. Um, kept up and you know with the networking our missions before it was paramount um, she had an opportunity for me it was one of the best things for me because it really opened the door for me so I'm indebted to this day uh, to this woman to give me the opportunity uh, to get into school business and um, you know like the end of that year um, she actually created a position for me I'll never forget um, business service supervisor great she took me under her wing um, groomed me Told me pretty much everything I know in school business um, for about a year and a half. Really uh, experienced so much, learned so much under her, working with her. Um, great. And so that's why I'm so excited to, to have her on. So um, having said that, my guest for this week's daily podcast, I'm sorry, weekly podcast, is Alita Zuba. And she is the assistant superintendent of business in the Austin School District, been there nine years, but I could tell you it's more than just that. Um, she has, like I said, when I looked up to her, she has really achieved so much in accolades and everything. I could tell you she was the pinnacle of the year. Um, Excellence Award with ASBO 2014. Um, featured one of the educators uh, to learn from at week 2015. I mean, that stuff is out there and so many more things. I never forget one of the things too that I enjoyed um, was just seeing how she allayed the district, how she was able to really work with everybody, how we had this project move. i never forget. We may or may not have time to talk about it because, as you know, we keep these segments about 10, 15 minutes. But having said that, I want to go and say, hey, Alita, how you doing? I'm good. I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. So, um, you know, like I always do, I have questions um, in conversation we kick off with and just see you know, like what your thoughts are and obviously what you can provide to our, our um, listeners out there. Um, with this pandemic, um, and I know, like I mentioned in the podcast, mostly all of January, it is budget season for us. Um, how do you think the pandemic has affected the budget process for you this year? So we had to purchase personal protective equipment, like cleaning supplies, like pull-up shields, et cetera. And that amounted to about $400,000 for which we didn't plan for. Wow. Um, so the pandemic has had a big impact on our budget in this school year. Um, however, we are planning for these types of expenses in next year's budget. So it's gonna have a, a major impact on the budget for next year. So we're putting about $350,000 Okay. in next year's budget, which is a, a pretty substantial increase um, for our budget. So it's yeah. going to have an impact um, on our school budget um, in that we have to raise revenue to address 
that increase in the PPE um, and other pandemic um, responses. So it's a significant amount of money that we're not um, being reimbursed for. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's always like that in budgeting, right? You got to find a way to make it happen. And, you know, you got to find a way to, like, let the people know. Um, you know, off of this, I remember um, when, I, when I worked on you there that it was one year. You might remember this, too, how remember the budget, the budget pieces? Um, I thought that was one of the greatest exercises out there where um, we had a mat, like a puzzle piece mat and it had you know like the pieces come out it's normally a mat for like um maybe kindergarten or, or preschool kids um and the pieces are different colors um we put different initiatives for the budget that year um you came up with some things you know very tough decisions and then in the meeting with the public you had them break out into groups and each one of the puzzle pieces you remember like had like well you know, we have to add this wing, or we have to, you know, budget for, for this, um, you know, whether it be something social curriculum or something like that. And I thought that was one of the best things. You had your, your five fast facts. I mean, you've done a lot. Do you think with this pandemic right now, because this is a, a like a question aside to what I just asked you, basically, do you think that you will, like, show more the transparency? Like, how are you going to be doing that with the residents out there so they know that, hey, listen, this is a tough time, but, you know, here's what we're doing. We're doing our best, that kind of thing. So I haven't planned on how we're going to show what the issues related to pandemic is yet, mm-hmm. um, but it's going to be pretty clear with the budget increase what the effect is. Okay. Um, so we right now are actually with the with the um, the state aid being where it is up in the air, we actually slowed down our budget planning process because um, yes. we're waiting for more information from the state mm-hmm. uh, because it's very preliminary right now. Yes, um, it's a good idea because things could change in a minute, right? You know, and then yeah. get all the planning. And that's so we're good. being very cautious as to what we share with the public. Because um, from my experience, what you put out there initially is what sticks with people, and it's hard to go back and correct the information. So I like to give information when I'm sure that um, it's going to come to pass. So to answer your question, we're still in a planning process, and we haven't really communicated the budget process yet. And my superintendent wants to be um, take his time and um, how it. we plan on rolling out the budget. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, like, you know, in the beginning when I introduced you, um, you talked about many of your accolades and how you've been successful. Just in your experience, um, you know, just speaking to, to our population, SBOs here, what do you think makes an XBO be successful? I think a school business official can be successful when their actions are aligned with the instructional goals of the district. I think when the school business official always keeps at its core decision-making strategies to do what's in the best interest of the students of the district, Mm -hmm. he or she will be successful. So I always, when I make a decision, wonder um, 
what's in the best interest of the school district? What's in the best interest of the offering students? So that's how I make decisions. And those are the decisions that are aligned with the instructional goals of the district. So I think we need to be circumspective in um, what we do. Okay. Um, and people don't often understand what we do, but we know that when we make decisions in the best interest of the child, that's the way we can um, be successful at our, our, at our, in our field. Sounds good. Sounds good. As always, you, you know how to, you know, let, let the folks know. Um, when you look at your career as SBO, obviously, like I said, very successful again here. Um, what obstacles, because I'm just curious um, if you face any obstacles as um, being a woman or a person of color um, in, in your career? I think in any career, in any industry, a woman of color in a management position is often challenged more than her male counterparts. It's like we're mm -hmm. always having to prove ourselves, even when we have had successes on the job. Um, there are very few of us in this field, especially in Westchester County. I believe that there are only three of us wow. in the role. Um, so it also makes it difficult to kind of have relationships with people who are more familiar or look like you. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, it's good that there's three of us, but it's limited. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's easier when you can talk to people who look like you and experience yep. some of the things that you experience. But um, with regard to the public, I just think that I'm always in a position where I have to prove myself, no matter what successes I had. Mm. It's just, you know, people question you more um, than they would question your male counterpart. Got it. Got it. Well, I think there's going to be some change. I know that one of the things that I'm charged with and being a board of directors is um, this next-gen committee, which is like looking to, as the industry shifts and more uh, SPOs retire, at some of the diverse candidates out there. Um, and that, of course, obviously doesn't just mean folks of color. It means women as well. Um, you know, I'm really thinking like how just even our, our country and how, you know, with the vice president, obviously it's not the top position yet, but that's on the way. I'm, I'm really thinking that I'm, I'm an optimistic person that, you know, things will change um, and they, they take change over time. So, um, you know, um, it's really great. Great you, know, you say that. Um, that's great, John. So, you know, I want to say that um, most, this, this is February, right? And most school districts around the country um in new york honestly um look to celebrate black history month and you know in light of black history month you know i want to ask a real it's probably a tough question here um but you know what is the hardest part for you personally you think about discussing issues surrounding you know race in our schools i think that um no matter how far we think we have come related to race discussions, race is still a very sensitive issue to discuss. I'm not, I'm not sure how we overcome the sensitivity around race relations. Mm. Also, even when we have discussions surrounding issues of race, it is often difficult to translate these discussions into actions. So we do a lot of talking, um, but we don't necessarily put things into an action. Um, 
I know we have an equity team here at our school district. Okay. Focuses on um, things like curriculum that need to be introduced into the classroom so, so students can have a more diverse experience. Um, but we still are working on it. So it's taking some time to implement it. Um, but we certainly are aware of the issues that need to be addressed, but it's still taking some time to make changes. Um, and we have a plan in place. Um, they okay. worked, the equity committee worked to put together a report um, that they presented to the school board, but we still have to take measures to, sure, to ensure that it's properly implemented. Ah. You always got something going on there. I just know that um, I remember, too, um, you're a big advocate, uh, you know, fighting back even before the first GEA. We might have a GEA 2.0, but, um, you know, with the um, Equity Foundation, uh, you know, for for getting our fair share, uh, you and I remember Superintendent definitely vouched, went up to Albany, and I, I never forget those, those moments and having those meetings. Uh, so always applaud you on that. Uh, well, you know, again, I wanted to have the brevity of these sessions, so I really appreciate you coming on and, and taking the time out uh, of your morning here. Um, and I always, like for everybody I have on and just having these conversations and discussions, right? I want to know, you know, if you have any advice um, to give out there for any new or upcoming SPLs, because it, essentially this is what this is all about, you know, having us um, be a platform for for learning and and also sharing so um do you have any advice i think the advice i would give to a new sbo would be to attend your local business official meeting to stay abreast of issues and to get ideas on how they are handling everyday tasks in their district i find when i attend our local business officials meeting i always learn something new. the mm. school business administration field is very unique um, and it is important to maintain relationships with your colleagues. Okay. Sound advice once again. So, Alita, I really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for coming on. Um, we'll keep up soon. Um, and for everyone out there, uh, this is Jack Mitchell again, SBR Perspectives. Um, look out for this podcast this week. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm changing the format a little bit coming up. I got some new things I want to share. But, um, uh, this is what I want to say. I'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Okay.